podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge, and today we're going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 11 of Hannah Montana. It's called Sleepwalk This Way. Uh, a good title? I would say maybe a misleading title, but, uh, you know, is what it is. My guest today is Courtney Sile. Hi, Courtney. Hi, it's me. <laughs> I, every time I think I hear the song Walk This Way, I think of the movie Racing Stripes. Because in the trailer, <laughs> David Spade plays a fly, and in the trailer, they sing that song. <laughs> so that's my anecdote. That's the one where Frankie Munez plays like the zebra racehorse, right? Yeah, and Hayden Panettiere wants to like race him, and he wants to be a racehorse. But he's I never zebra. saw that movie, but I remember like the posters for it very well. Big horse girl energy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode. I, uh, when I sat down, I was like, okay, I don't have any memories coming to the surface about this episode. Not a one. And I did end up remembering just a little bit, but like not in any sort of meaningful way. It was more like something would happen and I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that happening 10 years ago, (laughs) 10 plus years ago. I mean, that's more than I did because I don't think I've ever seen this episode before. Yeah, it's a weird one. Uh... So, (laughs) the episode starts with Robbie Ray cooking eggs. And Miley's like, you're cooking bacon and eggs? That must mean you wrote a new Hannah song. And I'm like, that is such a generic thing to have such a specific connotation for you. Does that mean they just eat fucking cereal every other day? And they only get bacon and eggs when Robbie makes a song? He's always making breakfast in this house. You're telling me the only times it's bacon and eggs are when he's written a Hannah Montana song? He must have written a lot more songs that we haven't heard yet then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know there are quite a few more um, season two songs that like haven't made their first appearance yet. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, one of them happens in this episode, which we'll get to at the end. It only comes up at the very end. Uh, but apparently the bacon and eggs... That's like, oh, he must have written a new Hannah song. But then Jackson's like, no, if he wrote a new Hannah song, he would have made cinnamon toast. Or like Robbie Ray says that, whatever. It does not matter. Uh, but the point is he did make cinnamon toast, which means that he did, in fact, write a new Hannah song. And he, I guess, can't play the song for Miley yet because he can only play new songs on this special guitar named Lulu. And Lulu is currently, like, getting some repairs done. It's all very convoluted. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we can't play the new song for you because the guitar is in the shop for reasons unknown. And I can't use any of these other guitars and I can't just, like, hand you the lyrics because that mm-hmm. would be detrimental to the plot. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I was... um. Yeah, I struggled with how uh, not a plot this plot was. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's one of those where it's like, this didn't need to be a conflict. It was just Miley gets ahead of herself. And it's like, every time that she gets ahead of herself and like gets herself worked up into like a frenzy and conflict, I'm like, can you take two seconds 
to think about this situation with a little bit of like clarity. <laughs> like just a moment of clarity, please. <laughs> no, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so because Robbie Ray can't play the song on Lulu, they have to wait until the guitar is fixed, which is Monday. And they're not very clear on the timeline in this episode. My impression was that this conversation takes place on Friday. And then there's like two nights of Miley sleeping. Or is it? I don't know. This would take place on a Saturday because we only see her sleeping twice. We see two nights of her sleep. But then she goes to school and is like, oh, I, yeah. But is that the same day the guitar is getting fixed? Because she doesn't say, like, today's the day I hear the song. No, and that's what bothered me is because she was, like, back at school. And I'm like, okay, so that must mean that it's Monday, which means the guitar is getting fixed, which means instead of continuing to make this a big deal, you can just wait to hear it. And yeah. then you won't need to be concerred about this. But then She's getting ahead even, of ourselves. But I feel like she doesn't even hear the song that day. Or no, she does because Jackson comes in. We'll, we'll talk it's about that it. day. Yeah, it's yeah, that okay. day. The timeline, it, once again, is confusing because, like, yeah. she's home for two days and then she goes to school for a day. And you're like, is it a Friday? Is it a like, do we still have to wait a few days to get the guitar back? Like, yeah, I just wish it would have been so easy for them to just like put up on the literal screen, be like, f- Friday morning, Saturday night. Monday morning, just to like give us a sense of it, because clearly this episode only takes place over the span of like two and a half days. So like knowing that that's the case for this episode, why not just like give us a little more to go on? (laughs) Does that mean Robbie Ray went on a date on like a Monday afternoon? No, he went on a date, I think that Saturday night, the same night. So I'm now thinking the opening (laughs) scene is Saturday morning. Saturday night he goes on the date. That's the first night Miley sleepwalks. I'm putting in very large air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) And and then there's one more night, which is Sunday night. And then Monday morning she goes to school and comes home. The guitar's there. We have the resolution. I think that's what the timeline is. Okay. I believe you. Okay. So... So Robbie Ray is like really hyping up this song. We're back to Saturday morning, by the way. We're we're back at the start. Uh, he's like, this could be your biggest hate yet. Miley cracks a joke about how it better not be another song about a double life. Uh, Robbie Ray's like, don't worry about it, bud. He decides to go out for a run. And Miley sets out to find the songs so that she can get a sneak peek of things. And then like... Jackson is like, oh, well, you know what this means. Our dad is happy. Therefore, this must mean I am allowed to throw a party at the house. Which never, like, which presents itself like it's going to be a conflict, but it never is. I have a lot of issues with this Jackson B-plot, which, I mean, it's not even a B-plot because it's pretty well integrated into the A-plot. Yeah. Um, So apparently the last time Jackson threw a party, and this is the plot I would actually like to see. I was like, as soon as they described this, I was like, why is this not the episode? But so apparently the last time Jackson threw a party, it caused a citywide power outage and they had to land a jumbo jet on the freeway. (laughs) 
I would love to see that episode. Like, I want right? to see what that is like. Like, do they know it was Jackson's fault? What happened to cause a citywide power outage at the Stewart did Jackson, household? Did Jackson or Robbie Ray have to pay, like, a massive fine to the city for causing that level of damage? Like, like I need to know. <laughs> I, I just can't believe that he would ever be allowed to throw a party again. I know the confidence he has that just because Robbie Ray has finished writing this song that he likes, that it must mean that Jackson will then get the okay to throw a rager. That is insanity, especially if the last time it happened, it caused a citywide blackout. That's that's bonkers. <laughs> it's truly insane. I also think it's ridiculous that it's that hard to write a, t- a song for a teen pop star when the lyrics which we learn later are 90 percent just the word love so yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it also billy ray has never ran in his life like come on <laughs> they always have him going for runs He's always like, I'm going to go run five miles or just to the end of the driveway or stuff like that. I'm like, they're, they're trying to make it a character trait, I think, is what they're doing. I guess. They also gave him a low ponytail in this episode. And like, that's a choice for sure, too. <laughs> I will say that his hair was less ugly in this episode than in recent episodes. Yeah. I mean, it still was what it was, but it wasn't like as PC. It wasn't as... <laughs> The Rachel, as it yes. usually is. <laughs> yes. Ever I'm, since you made that joke, it has come up in every subsequent episode. Every time, both the guest or me will be like, his hair is very Rachel today. <laughs> on a scale from zero to Rachel, how Rachel is it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I would say in this episode, it's maybe only like a six. It's not very Rachel. Yeah, it's not super Rachel this episode. <laughs> Did they dye Miley's hair for this episode or has it been darker for a while? It definitely has been a little darker because you sent me that message being like, why is her hair darker before I started watching? I did like notice it. And so I do think it was a little darker, but her hair has also just been much more, I don't know, done this season. Like she clearly has like a lot of extensions and I do think it has been darkened a little um, especially compared to season one where like it was very much just like her natural color yeah and, and now that she's like a big deal they were like okay you have to have like celebrity hair <laughs> yeah and especially in this episode i noticed that her hair was like always styled very nicely yeah yeah which is different than the previous episodes i've been on <laughs> <laughs> so uh jackson immediately starts inviting people to this party he's like on the phone with a friend like the second Robbie Ray's out the door. And I'm like, again, you haven't you haven't talked to him about this. I, I don't know I, I don't know what imprinted in Jackson's brain to make him think that all it would take for him to be forgiven for the previous incident was just for Robbie Ray to be in like a mildly decent mood. Like it's not like Robbie Ray's like euphoric or anything throughout no. this. Sure, he's happy to have finished the song, but he's not like He's not, like, in a mood where he'll say yes to anything. (laughs) Yeah, Jackson. There's no evidence of it. (laughs) You caused a plane to land on the freeway. People probably died. (laughs) (laughs) And yet you want to throw another rager? (laughs) (laughs) But so, 
Uh, Miley finds what she assumes to be the song that Robbie Ray has just written. And immediately I'm like, there's no way this is the song. There's no way. This is a classic. Yeah, it's a classic Hannah Montana misdirect where Miley gets all worked up about something. And then 20 minutes later, it's revealed. Actually, you just got ahead of yourself. If you had just been patient, you never would have had any of these problems. Um, Like, Like Miley, sweetie. He has written every one of your songs thus far. Why the fuck would he just do this to you now? Yeah. So, dang Flabbit, where's that rabbit? <laughs> yeah, so the song goes, dang Flabbit, where's that rabbit? He's got a habit of running away. Hey, honey, where's that bunny? He took my money. That ain't okay. Hey, 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 bunny. <laughs> so she reads through it to Lily and Oliver and Jackson. Lily and Oliver have somehow had time to come over to hear this just while Robbie Ray is like out for his run. I was like, there's number one, if this is the actual song Robbie Ray wrote, I will, I don't know, shave my head or something like there's no way that this is actually it. That's how confident I am. Um, But Oliver points out that the song could become an Easter classic. And I was like, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, it's a fun children's song. Like, if Hannah Montana wanted to, like, make some songs for some kids. Yeah, like, they should sell it to the Wiggles. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure he could make some money on this dang Flabbit song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's, like, terrible or anything. I mean, like, sure, for, for the kind of music Hannah Montana's making, it's not in character, but it's not, like... Like, Robbie Ray should be allowed to have a songwriting career outside of his daughter, right? Like, he can write yeah. songs and then sell them to other artists. I don't think that's insane. But... <laughs> but Miley's like, this is the worst song ever. I can't believe he would do this to me. It's this whole thing. I'm just like, oh God, I can already tell where this is going and I don't like it because it's so easily resolved, which it is. It is resolved in the span of like 30 seconds at the end. <laughs> yeah, because all she had to do was go, hey dad, is this the song that you wrote for me? I found it in the couch. And he could be like, no, that's not the song. That's actually <laughs> something you wrote when you were five. Spoilers. Yeah. And I'll show you the real song on Monday, like I said I would when I have my guitar back from the shop. So just be patient. And that would have been the end of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, seriously. And then we could watch Jackson crash another plane or something. (laughs) I, yeah, I would love to see that. So I just have like one more note about this scene, which is that Lily... Her hair is, like, normal, except she has, like, one section that's in a braid, and that braid has, like, a giant ribbon on it. Um, it, no, like, it, like, that. looks like a scarf. It looks oh. like she tied a scarf around her braid. And it's, like, a skinny braid. It's not like it's half her hair or anything. It's, like, one little braid with, like, a big ribbon in it. I, I will be honest. I was not paying attention to Lily and... I was not paying attention to the outfits this episode. I was more upset when Jackson was like, Oliver, you're still not invited. And I was like, why the fuck not, dick? Like, they just they just ran a business together in the yeah, previous episode. Like- <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the only like fashion note I think I have for the whole episode also. So because I also was like not really well, I you know, I was like, is there anything crazy here? No, okay, then I don't need to note it. <laughs> Like, well, it's fine. We, we don't get, we got like a second of Hannah in this episode and we get no Lola. We get like nothing like. Yeah. And the um, Hannah outfit is the same Hannah outfit we've seen like 10 times at this point. So it's I not do, a big deal. I do have some notes about the Hannah outfit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, Jackson's friend has apparently already invited 50 people to this party. And I'm like, 50 people is big for a, like, college party. Like, I don't know why you think it's fine to just host 50 people to your house at least. Can they fit 50 people in that house? Um, If you open up all five bathrooms, then, yeah, there's probably (laughs) enough space for people to mingle. My 25 bathrooms and my three bedrooms. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And all three are, like, master bedrooms. Yeah. Uh, they also said that uh, they've, like, already reserved a deli plate for the party. And I'm like, you mean to tell me you ordered a deli plate for a party that has at least 50 people coming to it? <laughs> That's it's not co- going to be enough. It's a Costco one. It'll be big enough. <laughs> no, it's not like a child's birthday party. It's a rager. <laughs> I know. Like, they should be ordering. I guess they can't be on Disney Channel going, yeah, I got the kegs for the party because they're all underage but you know that's what's happening right yeah see that's the thing when we actually see like the sorts of people that are coming to this party how big of an impact this party will supposedly have on jackson and his friends social standing and when you see the state that the house is in after the party there is no way they weren't planning alcohol for this thing Oh, no way. No way. Like, especially like that other party that he talked about where there was a citywide power outage. You know they had to be drunk off their fucking asses for that to happen. <laughs> like, there's no way Jackson remembers how that happened. <laughs> Which and yeah, Billy Ray is, is just, like, yeah, sure, another party. Is, yeah, this is just further, <laughs> like, complicating things. Because, like, for Jackson to be like, sure, my notoriously weirdly strict father... <laughs> will definitely allow me to have 50 plus people over and probably have a lot of underage drinking happening under his roof. Yeah, he'll be cool with that because he wrote a song. <laughs> like it just... and, and at no point does any of it make sense. And this is In the B plot. And this the thing is, is plot. The thing is, they never address it. They no, never he, show he, he, Jackson and Robbie Ray talking about the party. <laughs> Until after it's happened. <laughs> Until after it's over. And Robbie's like, yeah, this is chill. Just clean up. <laughs> That's it. There's no consequences in this episode. It is truly bizarre. So, <laughs> This is one episode where I'm like, Robbie, this is where parenting comes in. Not when you give your kids a fucking debit card and they go crazy with it. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, now is the time to teach them a high-concept lesson. <laughs> Lying is bad. Don't throw shitty parties. <laughs> like, come on, guy. Yeah, truly. Robbie Ray has been so weird about so many things he didn't need to be weird about. And the one time he needs to, like, step up and be strict with his kid, he's like, eh, I wrote a song. It's okay. <laughs> I just, it doesn't make any sense. So... But now the next get, thing we get... Now we're going to get to the meat of the episode. <laughs> I mean, if by meat you mean, like, a very thin slice of, like, bologna. Like, it's not it's not substantial. <laughs> it's a thin slice of deli ham. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Miley is asleep in her bed. And she's talking in her sleep. And in her sleep she's saying, gotta tell dad. Then... She sits up and is like, gotta tell dad, and like walks out of the room. 
She then walks downstairs. Jackson is watching The Wizard of Oz and crying his eyes out, which is which I wrote in my notes is maybe the first relatable thing Jackson has ever done. I just like being up late on a Saturday crying, watching The Wizard of Oz alone. (laughs) I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Haven't we all? (laughs) Did you clock the picture of Brooke Shields on Miley's nightstand? I sure did. shields that was like clearly taken from when she was on set for her episode (laughs) therefore it being taken years after her she canonically died (laughs) yeah (laughs) also why is miley's room so orange it's so orange (laughs) i don't i don't i i have never once looked at like miley's bedroom space and been like wow cool (laughs) I mean, I like, feel okay, like it, it's big, but like it's weird. I feel like it is very mid two thousands to have a big, bright, bold color be the color and the only color in your room because I did that with teal and turquoise a lot and purple. <laughs> so I get it. Orange is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, sleepwalking. So, so Jackson. When he sees that Miley has entered, he switches it to, like, some WWE programming, whatever, who cares? We get it. You're insecure in your masculinity. You can't You can't watch one of the greatest films of all time without feeling emasculated. Uh, that's fine. Uh, but so, he doesn't seem to realize that Miley is asleep at first uh, because mm-hmm. she looks like an awake person. She's acting like an awake person because this is not what sleepwalking is. <laughs> I wrote that so many times that this is not how sleepwalking works. Look, I am not someone who sleepwalks. I have sleptwalked maybe once in my life. My sister, though, is a notorious sleepwalker, and I shared a room with my sister for many years. That is not how sleepwalking works. She was always, like, half-eye closed, mumbling, and, like, wandering around. You're not speaking in full-ass sentences looking like the meme. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What you look like? Courtney just pulled up. She just held her phone up to the camera, and she had it full size. That picture of Miley Cyrus with her really wide blue eyes. I'm telling you, you, you gotta do a, you gotta do a compare and contrast of the Miley face meme and Miley's face when she's sleepwalking because they're the same. <laughs> like, yeah. So we're supposed to believe that Miley is sleepwalking because she's walking around with her eyes very wide open. And speaking at a full normal volume in full complete sentences about what she has to do. (laughs) But so Robbie Ray is apparently on a date, which they're like very casual about this, seeing as every other time he's dated someone, it's been a very big deal for the show. Yeah. Uh, So I guess Miley and Jackson have like moved on from all of this. And, And Robbie Ray even says, he's like, this is why I don't bring my dates over to the house. It's like, how many women have you dated in the past year every woman in just Malibu. out of curiosity every single woman in malibu <laughs> <laughs> you know the the song dead mom from beetlejuice have you heard that i have not but oh, i'm familiar I, with the title i think if the if that musical had existed miley would have covered that song for sure on hannah montana <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> I, I wrote in my notes that, like, if this is something Miley routinely does, then, like, she must have, like, a very serious medical condition that, like, people probably actually want to study. But Jackson said that she hasn't done it since she was five. So, 
Because it only happens when she lies. But wasn't there another episode where she lied? Oh, there are plenty of episodes where she lies. Miley is constantly grappling with having to, with like the ethics of being Hannah Montana. Like yeah. it's, it's a very common thread. However, this does seem to be like very specifically focused on like lying to her family. Yeah. So this is where I thought the episode was going to go. I thought that this was going to manifest into her maybe accidentally saying she's Hannah Montana while she was sleepwalking. Because that, that been, would would make more sense. That would be way more interesting if she's out here telling truth bombs. Like, yeah, especially because she later does this at school. Yeah, in front of everybody. And it's, first of all, it's a weird scene. Secondly, it's that is the perfect weird. opportunity for her to be like, by the way, I'm Hannah Montana. And for Lily and Oliver to be like, Haha, she's just kidding. She's sleeping. And for the teacher to be like, but you just said she tells the truth while she sleeps. That would be the, that's an interesting plot. That, I'm rewriting the <laughs> Disney Channel, call me. Like, <laughs> I am. I am always when I'm watching these. I'm rewriting them in my head <laughs> because, yeah. like, it's always just not living up to its potential. The fact that you and me can see <laughs> the better potential in every one of these episodes doesn't, you know, speak well to the talent of the folks writing it. I don't mean to shade the Hannah Montana writers. If you're listening, you're you're not. But like, if you are, I I definitely appreciate what you did. Here I am talking about it at length. <laughs> However, <laughs> I mean, I'll shame them. They're a bunch of forty year old white men trying to write the plot for a teenage girl in a TV show, and they're doing it incorrectly. <laughs> like. <laughs> So, yeah, so Jackson, like, carries Miley back up to bed, and mm -hmm. then this is where I got confused, because it wasn't clear if it was later the same night or the next night. I think it, it was later the same night. Yeah, because she, she gets up, and she, yeah, she gets up, and she goes to do it again. She's like, gotta tell dad, but then she trips over Jackson, who is sleeping on the floor next to her bed, which, I mean, like, is smart, but he wakes her up and is like, Miley you're doing that thing that you used to do where you'd feel really guilty about something and you would tell the truth in your sleep, even though you don't want to when you're awake, <laughs> you know, that thing people do. Yeah. Casual. Um, so apparently one time she told her uncle Earl's poker buddies that he hides aces in the folds of his belly and I was like, wow, a lot to unpack in that sentence. I like physically went when that when she said that. I was like, that no, what? <laughs> Do you want to be the guest on the episode that Uncle Earl is in? Absolutely. Isn't it um the guy from the office? Yeah. yeah. It's it's David Packer from the office. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love him. I'll do it. Yeah. Give me on that. Okay. Uh Does that mean that's also Billy Ray's brother. I think so. Is Uncle Earl related to Robbie and Bobby Ray? <laughs> well, he's definitely related. I don't know if he's their birth brother okay. or like married into the family. Does that mean he has a sister then? He either has a sister or Uncle Earl is his brother. I think, well, okay. So, because we also hear about Aunt Pearl. So, either Uncle Earl or Aunt Pearl is a blood relative. And the other one <laughs> is married is into the family. Yeah, I'm going to real quick pull up the IMDb page for that episode and see if it will just, like, tell me in the little description if it's Robbie Ray's brother. Huh. 
We're breaking up in the Hannah Montana universe once again, folks. <laughs> it just says Miley's Uncle Earl. Interesting. All the trivia says is that this is the second episode to be named after a Beatles song, the first being Dead at B. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> so the next night, which I assume means this is now Sunday night, Miley wakes up. Well, she doesn't wake up. She she gets up. She's apparently sleeping. Mm-hmm. And she is attached to a string, which was attached to a fishing pole, which is attached to Jackson. So Miley goes to get her dad, and Jackson yanks the fishing pole and yanks her back upstairs. Which is a long way to yank. Because she made it she made to the bottom of those stairs. Like, again, I'm I know curious. she made it to the living room. I'm curious about the layout of this house because she left her room, clearly went down a hallway, down the stairs to the living room where Robert is sleeping on the couch for some reason. And I know. Why was he sleeping on the couch? Uh, maybe he fell asleep watching TV. It's a dad thing, I guess. I don't know. I will say her pajamas were real cute. Those pink pajamas were real cute. <laughs> yeah, they were better than the blue ones she was wearing the previous night. Yeah. That said, like, queen in, like, a very difficult-to-parse font. I kept glancing at it and thinking that it said queer. <laughs> I was like, there's <laughs> no way. <laughs> so I did a, I, I did do a quick Google on Uncle Earl. Um, mm-hmm. Earl Ray Stewart is... Oh, my Robbie's, God. <laughs> Robbie's older brother, Mama's son. So Why is, is there... Why are all of their middle names Ray? Why? We got Earl Ray, we got Robbie Ray, we got Bobby Ray. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that's his older brother. Earl Ray. (laughs) It doesn't even roll off the tongue like Bobby Ray and Robbie Ray do. (laughs) Oh my god. And this apparently (laughs) according to the wiki, it says that he has a pet pig named Cuddles. Of course he does. (laughs) So (laughs) <laughs> Earl Ray. That could be like a pun on Earl Grey. <laughs> oh, like the tea? Yeah. Do you think that's what these hillbillies name their child after? Earl Grey tea? Absolutely not. Maybe Earl their dad Ray. was named Ray, and so all of them just got the middle name Ray. <laughs> yeah, I'm really fascinated by this. And not to not to beat a dead horse, but Mama named her twin children. Robert Ray and Robert Ray and let them sort out nicknames later. Robert and Bob. She gave them the exact same name. Okay, th- you know what? This is reminding me of like something that's actually been bothering me for months. It has no bearing on this show. Fuck this it episode. is not in any way related. It's not in any way related to Hannah Montana. So do you know who Damian Lillard is? Yeah. Okay, he's for those listening who might not know who Damian Lillard is, he's like the star basketball player for Portland's NBA team. Yeah, the trailblazer. He, he and his wife or his fiance or whatever had twins like last year. She like had his like twin children. It's a boy and a girl. And he named them the same name as each other. Just one of them has an extra letter in it. He named them K-A-L-I and K-A-L-I-I. Callie and Callie? Yeah. And I'm and and I'm like, why would you make your own life so much harder? <laughs> because how are you gonna 
call one of them without calling both of them. Callie and Callie E. <laughs> like, are you emphasizing the other I? <laughs> and I think about this constantly. I'm thinking about it all the time. I'm like, Damian Lillard named his children the same exact name. And I'm just now making the connection that fucking Mama did the exact same thing with her sons, except she didn't even give them a difference in their spelling. Like, as far as we know, each of their birth certificates says Robert Ray Stewart and Robert Ray Stewart. And they just like went, decided, like flipped a coin who was going to be Robbie and who was going to be Bobby. And that's just how it was. (laughs) This is like that Dr. Seuss story, Too Many Daves. <laughs> you know that one? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's, just... it's, it's basically a woman has like 43 kids and they're all named Dave. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole Dr. Seuss story. <laughs> that is what this is. Yeah. <laughs> This is um, how boring this episode of Hannah Montana is that we have to instead talk about other Hannah Montana things and things completely unrelated. I did clock also that when when Robert was sleeping on the couch and uh, Miley is yanked back upstairs, he says, I pulled the mullet mother, but it just wouldn't come off. The fuck <laughs> yeah. does that mean? He also uh, was talking about dance steps, which is the second time he's made a little in-joke about Billy Ray's time on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know he was on Dancing with the Stars. You must not have listened to the episode from like two weeks ago. That's fine. I'm behind. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm busy. <laughs> well, when you catch up, let me know and then you'll get it. <laughs> I've also never seen Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> That's fine. If you want to watch Billy Ray's clips, I'm sure they are all on YouTube in horrible quality. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways. It was anyway. at one point in the episode where I wrote in my notes how much longer until he shows just shows her the damn song. <laughs> I know. So, because when she goes to school the next day, I'm like, this must mean it's Monday. Which yeah. means none of the, like, the key issue is about to go away. <laughs> we are hours away from it. And Miley is still freaking out. Yeah, because Lily, Lily says, you haven't slept in two days. Like, are you okay? Should you even be at school right now? Which, like, she has slept. She, she has. just, like, has woken up a few times a night. That's not that's not the same thing. No, they're acting like she hasn't, like, actually slept at all in, like, two days. Yeah, because she's, she's very tired. And she's so tired that she, I guess, forgot to brush her teeth that morning and got dressed with her bra over her shirt. She would have to be severely, like, exhausted for it to reach that point. Because, like, I, listen, (laughs) I have struggled with my sleep quite a bit in my life. I will go through periods where I'll sleep perfectly, and then I'll have months where I have a really hard time falling asleep, or I'll wake up constantly throughout the night. I have never once forgotten to brush my teeth in the morning, or dressed myself wrong, or fallen asleep at school. Never once. No. Never I mean, once. As, as someone who chronically has insomnia and like wakes up at four in the morning and can't go back to sleep, I have never once done any of these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you and me, we've we've both struggled a lot with our sleep. We've like both like been on journeys with our sleep. Yeah. And like never once have we like fallen asleep in a public place or dressed ourselves wrong. I think, you know, it, it's possible that I've like accidentally like put on my shirt wrong or something but like that's different than like putting my bra on outside of my shirt like that's i've definitely 
put a shirt on, been like, wait, I forgot my bra, and then put it on. But, like, I haven't left the house. Thrown a shirt on backwards or whatever. Yeah, but then you notice it and you fix it. Yeah. (laughs) Miley's insane. That's the the point of this, is Miley, like, they're treating Miley like she hasn't slept in, like, a week. Yeah. Some rabbit song that isn't even the song and she has to know that deep down in her soul. Like, here's the other thing. Lily says, oh, I'll invite Miley to spend the night at my house tonight. And I'm like, but it's Monday. The problem goes away once she goes home from school. Which is why I was confused about what day this is all happening. Me too. (laughs) None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. But they're in Miss Kunkel's class. She falls asleep. And she, she, you know doesn't wake up but you know what i mean when i say she wakes up yeah which is she's really asleep or whatever and she like immediately starts insulting miss kunkel and lily and oliver are like no no she's asleep but like miley just like keeps saying more things and keeps like throwing lily and oliver under the bus about like bad things that they have said about miss kunkel some of these burns are fucking savage too (laughs) Like, and, and she just, like, had them at the ready. She, like, doesn't oh. take a pause. She doesn't take a breath. She just, it, like, rattles them off. Like, at one point, she's like, oh, your shoes are terrible. And Miss Kunkel's like, they're comfortable. I walk to work. And Miley just goes, broom in the shop. <laughs> Which is yeah, very without, funny. <laughs> without hesitation. Without so much as a beat, she rattles that off. Which, like, again, she had it ready. Not how sleepwalking works. Because she would not be responding in real time to a conversation she would just be rambling and ranting and also miley apparently only does this when she feels guilty about lying about things but she doesn't feel guilty about lying to miss kunkel like she doesn't want to tell miss kunkel like these things because she knows she'll get in trouble so like it's not on the same level but but like there's this whole scene of like Lily and Oliver like panicking and this this like weird fight that like sleeping Miley is having with Kunkel. Oliver at one point proposes to Miss Kunkel. I'm like, that's what you go to <laughs> proposing marriage to like a 45 year old woman. Also, her name is Karen Kunkel. Yes, which is a lot. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> but this isn't how. But this isn't the point of the episode where I thought she was going to say, "By the way, I'm Hannah Montana." Like, that's right. what I thought was going to happen. Instead, well, she the just savagely roasts this teacher for no reason. Yeah, the thing is, there's not enough time. Well, oh, God. The thing is, if... If they were interested in doing a switcheroo and raising the stakes for the audience, that's what they would have done. But I just knew that it was like, no, they're going to double down on this plot that is completely meaningless instead yeah. of doing the interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there another episode where she had a tick when she was lying? Yes. The perfume one. Oh, yes. Where she went on television and, like, was sweating and laughing and hiccuping. Because she was copying everyone else's ticks when they were lying. Exactly. What the fuck is this, then? (laughs) Miley, you can't have every tick. Good question. You cannot have every tick. Like, it's it's just not okay. Like... Yeah. Pick one. She wakes up. And is immediately sent to the principal's office. And Miley's like, there's no other way around this. The only way to get this to stop is to tell my dad the truth. And I'm like, girl, you're going home in like an hour. He told you the guitar would be back Monday. 
why are you now like the only way to stop this? It's like, okay, he'll play the song for you. And if it's what you think it is, then you tell him. Otherwise, don't say anything. Enjoy the song. You either way, you don't need to worry about your sleep situation that night because it's all going to be over anyway. Uh, yeah, it's confusing. And it makes, yeah. And also, she goes to the principal's office, and again, there's no consequences for being fucking. Yeah, we never see teacher. anything else about what happened there or if she got detention or whatever. Um, Dunkle. We get like a very Dunkle. quick. <laughs> Dunkle with the Kunkle. Dunkle um, and Kunkle. <laughs> We get a very quick little uh, blip of Jackson down at the beach and this very large guy comes up to him. They make a point about him being giant because you never see the top half of his face. The camera doesn't go that high. Yeah. (laughs) They don't have a wide lens. (laughs) He's like, hey, Jackson, I'm bringing more people to your party. And Jackson's like, "Uh, actually, but uh, the guy is like scary and like threatens jackson that if like the party isn't good then he's going to rearrange his face and i'm like if you're concerned that the party will be bad why are you going why not just like not go to this party that's thrown by someone that you don't have any care for yeah throw your own damn party jock it's not like he's your friend (laughs) no but then random new friend comes in who okay so we have actually seen him before he was in um i think he was in the season two opener um His name is Max. He is such an asshole. And, like, I don't know why Jackson is friends with him. He was an asshole in the first episode. He's an asshole in this one. Bring back Cooper and Thor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Where are Cooper and Thor? (laughs) Those are their good friends. (laughs) This is what I was worried about when I found out that Thor wasn't ever coming back and that Donzig wasn't in this season at all. I'm like, well, then the B-plots are just going to suck. And sure enough. (laughs) You can only do so many Rico B-plots, you know? Like, (laughs) yeah. Um, Moises Eris can only do so much. <laughs> he's already carrying the weight of the show on his shoulders. Um, according to like Rick, anyway. 12 and in high school, so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Jackson's friend Max, uh, they reveal that Jackson still hasn't asked his dad if he can have this party, even though he's invited, like, 70 people at this point. Uh, yeah. Max... Is like if this party gets canceled, we'll like never advance socially beyond like the chess club's level. And Jackson's like, isn't your girlfriend in the chess club? And like they cut to like Max's girlfriend in the chess club, like excitedly waving to them. And she looks really sweet. Like Mm -hmm. she looks geeky, but like she seems really nice and like she actually likes Max. And Max is like, that's why I need this party. I need this party so bad so I don't have to date this loser anymore. And I'm like, you are such. You're such a piece of shit. He's being You're such a piece of shit. The girl looks very sweet. She just has braces and glasses. Like, calm down. She (laughs) looks really nice. Leave this poor girl alone. Yeah, I I'm I'm anti Max. I am fully anti him. So then Jackson's like about to ask Robbie Ray about the party when Miley gets home. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm gonna tell dad, and he assumes that she's asleep. But Jackson has noticed that the guitar is back. And I'm like, oh, so it is Monday. (laughs) Yes. And we are about to have resolution no matter what. Yes. But Jackson's like, you can't do this. I'm about to talk to him about the party. I need him to be in a good mood. (sighs) 
And so Jackson like bangs pots and pans together to try and get Miley to wake up. And she's like, I am awake and you're an idiot. And then he dumps water on her. And she's like, now do you believe that I'm awake? And he's like, yeah. She dries off very quickly, though. She does. Like she two seconds later, she's yeah, fully dry. Later, she's outside and she's dry, dry as a bone. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, and then Miley starts ranting to Jackson. She's like, listen, I need to get this off my chest. The song's terrible. It sucks. It's the worst thing he's ever done. Robbie Wright enters and hears all of it. And then he goes out to the porch and Miley follows him. And they have like one of their little porch moments. And Robbie Ray's all confused. He's like, Miley, what what did you not like about the song? Was it the music? The lyrics? Was it the message? And she's like, what message? It's about bunnies. And Robbie Ray's like, ah, (laughs) that is a song you wrote as a child and just don't remember. And I keep it with me to give me inspiration. And she's like, oh. And again, it's like, oh, you mean this conversation could have happened two days ago and we didn't need to have any of it? (laughs) I just, the the audacity of Miley to think that this was the song her father was going to give to her. To I know, it's just, things. she must have the lowest opinion of her father. Like, like he's wrote, written her all of her hit songs, and she's like, oh, you he must have written this. For one of your fucking songs, and this is how you repay him? This is, you want a booty? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. But Robbie Ray is like, oh, well, do you want to hear the real song? And she's like, yeah. (laughs) That's that's kind of it. He plays the real song. It's the song Bigger Than Us, which I am big enough to admit when I was a kid, I really loved this song. I definitely put it on a mix CD or two um, (laughs) because I was so into it. (laughs) Even though now when I listen to it, it's probably one of my least favorite Hannah Montana songs. It's like very pedantic. They really build it up like it's going to be the best song Hannah Montana's ever sang. And it's like fine. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's. I I don't. Okay. Because I, I have heard maybe one, maybe two songs from Hannah Montana from seasons three and four. So I really don't know the body of work in the second half of the show. I really only know the season one and two songs. I was thinking about it while I was watching this. I don't really have any that I dislike. This yeah. one is probably pretty low on the list, along with Make Some Noise. Those two are probably the, like, least interesting to me. But, uh, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, Robbie Ray plays it on the guitar on Lulu. And Miley sings along. And then we cut to concert footage of Hannah performing it. Uh, she's wearing the outfit that she always wears for Nobody's Perfect. You have thoughts on this outfit. I just thought it looked very My Chemical Romance meets Hannah Montana. Like, she looks like she's about to join the Black Parade. And <laughs> <laughs> that it's kind of like a like a military-style jacket. Yeah, like a marching band military-style jacket. And then Yeah, it's got, like, buttons and stuff. Black leggings. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the bumper for the episode is people leaving Jackson's party. Mm-hmm. The house is torn up. It has, like, toilet paper everywhere. Which, again, nobody does that. Yeah, it's an odd Nobody joke. actually does that. I'm telling you, these 40-year-old white men don't know how parties happen. They've never been to one. They've only seen parties in movies. <laughs> They've only written Hannah Montana episodes. They're just, like, in a room, eating saltines, writing Hannah Montana <laughs> They're the monkeys that write Shakespeare. Like, Oh, my God. Um, 
Yeah, so Robbie Ray's like, don't worry about it, son. I'll call the maid. And instead he just dials Jackson's number. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. That's, that's it. That's the That's Robbie Ray's only problem with Jackson throwing a literal rager despite destroying a city the last time he did so. The only problem is that the house is messy. Yep. That's it. That's the whole episode. Yep. <laughs> that's it. I I have like no other thoughts about this episode. <laughs> I know. I was like, I, I should ask her if she has final thoughts, but I don't think we have any. No. I don't I think either of thoughts. us have any final thoughts. <laughs> no. It was just the most like I feel like what was the last episode I was on? Because it was also a filler episode. It was the bathroom one. Yeah. It's that just, one was less of a filler episode than this one. Yeah. Compared to that, from compared to this one, the bathroom episode, fucking great. Like, yeah. <laughs> at least seriously. there was conflict in the end when they were like dangling for their lives in Thor's Well, and truck. we got to talk about like how they got Thor's car and everything. Like at least yeah. there was like stuff to talk about. This, this was just nothing. <laughs> I no. I'm sorry. There's gonna there's gonna be somebody listening to this who's like, "Hey, I like this episode. Have you watched it recently?" Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Have it's, you watched it as a grown up? Like, if you watch <laughs> it now, you will think that the plot is that Hannah Mon- that Hannah Montana Miley Cyrus is gonna reveal that she's Hannah Montana in one of her sleep deprived states, and that's just not what happens at all. But that's what you want honestly. To I I it didn't even occur to me until you said it that that could have been the plot. And as soon as you said that, I was like, well, then why wasn't that the plot? That's what I'm saying. I'm I guess, genius. <laughs> I guess, you know, in the episodes that just happened, the Jake episodes, there was already, you know, her telling a new person the secret and, you know, having to reconcile with that. So maybe they didn't want to do those so close together, but like... If the plot of your show, the conceit of your show, rather, is you have a teenager who lives a double life where she's also a pop star and nobody knows, I don't think it's outlandish to say that can be the plot of most of your episodes. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't have to be about regular stuff. (laughs) She even calls it out in the first five seconds where she's like, please no more songs about a double life. Like, I know, like, you might as well write Miley Stewart on my forehead. Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> so. I can't wait for the gritty uh, CW Hannah Montana reboot where it's about a detective <laughs> trying to figure out who Hannah Montana really is. <laughs> I, I'm going to, don't get me started. I might like write a spec pilot or something. <laughs> I'll, I'll help you. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can, can pitch it to Disney plus. Yeah. Between that and um, our secret other project. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk about that yet. <laughs> It's a secret. Courtney <laughs> and I are working on a secret additional project, but you can't know about it yet. Um, you'll know, but it, it will be fun. You'll know. Oh yeah, happens. you'll you'll know it when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like there was one more thing that you saying that made me think of, but now I don't remember. Oh, I was just gonna say that I, if. There's any sort of Hannah Montana reboot. I think the one that Miley Cyrus would be most interested in doing would be the one that we are discussing, where yeah. like it's our gritty <laughs> crime drama. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it to be or like, like or like journalist drama or whatever. It's not crime, but you know, no, yeah, you know I want I mean. it to be investigative journalism. 
<laughs> yeah, as a, the perspective of like a jaded journalist who was fired from a big name newspaper for saying ridiculous things about Hannah Montana being somebody else. And now it's his goal in life to prove that he is correct. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to let people know where they can find you? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Courtney Seil, S-E-Y-L. That's my last name. It's a fun one. You can also listen to my podcast. I have two podcasts. You can listen to Trailer Trashed, uh, No Ian Trashed. You can follow us on Instagram. We are not even halfway through the, our road trip of the United States through film. So <laughs> maybe when this- You've got to be close to halfway, though. We're close. We're like on episode, as of today, May whatever this is, we are on like uh, uh, episode 22, I think. So we're almost halfway done. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's a long road trip and we're making our way through and then you can follow ramsey's recaps we are starting season two we elise is gonna be or has been i don't know when this is coming yeah, out. yeah by the time this is out it will have also be out <laughs> yeah elise has been on many episodes of ramsey's you can follow that at ramsey's recaps it's my gordon ramsey kitchen nightmares recap show so follow me there when are you doing your special episode where we read gordon ramsey fan fiction it was going to happen between seasons one and two, but I forgot and also I didn't feel like doing it. So maybe after season two, maybe between two and three. Look, I've been yeah. doing a lot with my medication lately and it's been making me weird. So <laughs> I blame it on that. But now okay. we're going to season two. I'm going to get my shit together and we're going to do the fanfic episode. I'm very excited. I can't wait to find out who I'll be reading as. <laughs> Oh, I found some good Guy Fieri ex Gordon Ramsay fanfics. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Spicy. Oh. Well, and also, I got to be the one to tell Courtney that Guy Fieri's middle name is Ramsay. What, wait, what a revelation. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled the same way in everything. Like, who would have guessed? Right? Guy Ramsay Fieri? Like, oh my God. <laughs> That's almost as good Two as Earl Ray and Bobby Ray and, Bo- and Robbie Ray. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check out Ramsey's recaps. It's a fun time. I- I'm a fan. Personally. <laughs> Courtney, thanks so much again for uh, for being on the show. Anytime. Coming in clutch for me. Anytime. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us on this is not normally how i start my outro (laughs) i haven't i haven't recorded my outro in so long um okay thanks so much to all of you for listening today's episode of bumping up the podcast i hope you'll join us next week we'll be discussing an episode i'm very excited to cover um it's season two episode 12 when you wish you were the star uh if i remember correctly jesse mccartney's in this episode so I'm really looking forward to that. No fucking way. I love Justin. <laughs> yeah. I know me too. I'm such a fan of his. So uh face. It'll be so good. Um if I'm wrong and Jesse McCartney's not in that one, it'll be embarrassing, but whatever. Uh <laughs> He'll show up eventually. He always does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah, tune in next week for that. If you wanna find us online, we're on Twitter at pumping up the pod and on Instagram at pumping up the podcast. I'm on Twitter at Lovely Lisi, Instagram at Actor Elise. Um, I also just want to say that I noticed from my listener data that about 50% of my listeners listen through Apple Podcasts. 
So if you are a fan of the show and you use Apple Podcasts, it'd be great if you left us a nice review. We only have like nine or something, which I mean, that's nice. I appreciate it. However, if you haven't done it yet, it would be very sweet of you to do so as long as it's not like a mean review. I don't want to see those. I don't need that in my life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But (laughs) no pressure or anything. But I did just want to make a note of it. Uh, So yeah, join us next week, season two, episode 12. Thanks again for listening. And uh, until next time, keep on pumping up the party.